0: Could the Wild swing a trade for a goalie if Marc Andre Fleury doesn't end up re signing? We talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wild. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we look at the potential for the Wilds to add another goalie to the roster before the NHL draft, talk about a potential trade option as well as the latest on Marc-Andre Fleury and whether or not he could re-sign with the Wild. So all that coming up on today's episode here today. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, and guiding you through the off-season here on Lockdown Wild. Happy to be with you after the 4th of July holiday. And uh, we are going to be taking a look at uh, how the Wild might do uh, fill the goalie position behind Cam Talbot or next to Cam Talbot. Uh, Just looking at some of the latest news uh, from a couple of different sources. We'll start with Elliot Friedman on his 32 Thoughts podcast. Uh, This tweeted uh, earlier today regarding Marc-Andre Fleury. There were people who said he did not want to go to Toronto. Now, this is back the trade deadline, but I did find this interesting. There were some people who said that he did not want to go to Toronto, that being Marc-Andre Fleury. Friedman says, I don't think that's true. I just think the Leafs and the Blackhawks could not agree on the trade, and that's because Chicago wanted Nice, and Toronto was not willing to do that. Friedman goes on to say that Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Colorado – if Darcy Kemper leaves, and also Toronto are possible destinations for Flurry. Now, uh, that was before the news that uh, Penguins goalie Casey DeSmith re-upped with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, probably takes them out of the running, you'd think, for uh, the services of Mr. Flurry, But uh, also mentioning... Friedman says that there is a decent chance that Kemper could sign with the Avalanche again, which would leave it as basically Toronto and the Wild, as for if Fleury will re-up. Now, I find this interesting for a couple of different reasons. For one, seems like the goalie market um, for Darcy Kemper may not be as big as uh, it was expected to be Coming off of a Stanley Cup win, uh, that because the uh, the goalie numbers for the Colorado Avalanche, well, they weren't great uh, during that uh, that series against the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, but nonetheless, likely means that his uh, his best chance to cash in on a relatively big payday would be with the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So. If that happens, then that leaves both the Wild and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto of course had uh, Jack Campbell this past season and his season was up and down and he started off so great and then just completely kind of fizzled out. Uh so it, there could be a chance that uh, that Campbell ends up trying to go to uh, a kind of change of scenery and Toronto may not even want to uh, pursue that route, um, depending on the price tag, and you know they've they've got some cap constraints themselves that uh, they'll be having to work with here uh, as the off season rolls on. So a potential that uh, the Wilds could be in a bidding war for the services of Marc Andre Fleury, which is is not a situation that the Wilds can really hope to resign him in due to their limited cap space and with a goalie that is flurry's age obviously winning a cup is top of the list that is his highest priority at this stage in his career wants to win um, a stanley cup uh, before he calls it a career and so Which team gives him the best opportunity to do that of the three? I mean, let's look at it this way. If the three that are left are Colorado, Toronto, and the Wild, I think the order in that case, Colorado, Toronto, and the Wild. Now, if Colorado's out, Toronto, I still think, is higher up in that pecking order in terms of teams that can uh, immediately compete for a Stanley Cup. And so the Wilds may not have as easy of a road as uh, may be expected to uh, re-sign Fleury uh, to add his services uh, for this upcoming season. So I found that interesting there. Michael Russo also adding uh, a little bit to it, saying that uh, Wild GM Bill Guerin is still waiting for Marc-Andre Fleury's decision. Guerin had a good conversation with Fleury's agent, Alan Walsh, No firm deadline, but Garen ideally would love to know by the draft in case he needs to replace Flurry via trade uh, as opposed to versus free agency. Uh, The tweet finishes with Russo saying Garen's fingers are crossed. That's an interesting proposition because the draft is on Thursday and, well, it runs into the weekend, but nonetheless... Would the Wild really look at sending a pick elsewhere for a uh, potential 1B or backup goalie? Well, if Flurry is not coming back, that'd be a route that they, I think, would have to consider because we've talked about this at points throughout the offseason. Not a lot on the uh, free agent market in terms of goalies. Now, uh, Wild Locked on Wild contributor, Alex McLennie threw out an intriguing option today. So we'll talk about if the Wilds could maybe pair up with the San Jose Sharks for a potential trade. All that and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Wild. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, coconut brownie chunk built Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop, stop drooling and check this out. They're also good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. So head to built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Mention the draft is coming up on Thursday, and uh, you'll want to make sure to check out the Locked on Wild YouTube channel for some reaction to the Wild's picks in the first round on Thursday night, and uh, we'll of course have full breakdown of everything that the Wild do in the draft for you on Friday and on Monday as well. So make sure that you are staying up to date with all things Minnesota Wild related here on Locked On Wild. Wild, con- Locked On Wild contributor Alex McLeedy threw out an interesting potential option for the uh, the Wilds to look at. That being San Jose Sharks goalie James Reimer. Now there are a few things that factor into this. Obviously, for the Sharks, they just announced that uh, they're—they just announced their new GM, and so one of the things that Mike Greer is going to uh, probably be trying to do as new Sharks GM is to free up some cap space. And uh, a couple of names that were on the list for uh, NHL Network in discussing that uh, possibility were the likes of uh, Logan Couture, James Reimer, uh, amongst others, as some names who could be moved, try to free up some salary cap space uh, for the Sharks as they uh, try to kind of turn the wheel a little bit and uh, get themselves back towards uh, more competitive play. Now, uh, some interesting things to note with Reimer. Uh, He will earn $2.75 million uh, during the 2022-2023 season, which would be his uh, age 34 season in the league. He is also a free agent come 2023. Um, That price tag is appealing. Because at this current moment, courtesy of over the cap, uh, the Minnesota Wilds have $6.5 million uh, in uh, cap space that uh, they can still use here uh, for this offseason, and not a whole lot in the way of spots to, uh, to fill with the, that money. So, you know, we, we talked with Connor Dewar re upping. You pretty much have your fourth line already set with either Freddie Goudreau as the center or Tyson Jost as the center, and then Duhame and Dewar as the wings. Pretty much set. Uh, your grief line is set. Your top line in Caprizov, Hartman, Zogarello is set. And with the expected arrival of Marco Rossi, um, that will fill the vacant roster spot for Kevin Fiala. So... The point I'm getting at is there aren't a whole lot of spots other than some depth signings that will be open for this team, but one of them is the backup goalie spot. Now, $2.75 million uh, for this season uh, certainly fits into that um, that figure, that $6.5 million. and the uh, the cap hit is $2.25 million for Reimer. Now, all all of this not factoring in performance. All of this seems fine. But what does Reimer bring to the table as uh, a as goalie? So you look at his numbers. He was uh, with the Sharks this past year. Somehow managed a winning record on that team. Had a uh, 2.9 goals against average and a 9.11 save percentage. Now, Goals saved above average. He was a 5.9, so he was in positive territory. So he saved just about six goals over the average performance for a goalie. So that's that's a uh, that is you know a, a that's a better number than you would normally see. So that's I think that's better than. Both Wilds goalies last year. Uh, Reimer also uh, with a uh, goals allowed percentage. um, Slightly below average at 96. But again, a really up and down San Jose Sharks team. And a guy who came in and he had some uh, pretty good performances uh, with the Sharks. Um over the course uh, of this past season. Now, how would that translate to going up against the teams that the Wild usually play in the uh, the Central Division and any of the other playoff caliber teams that uh, the Wild will face throughout the season remains to be seen, but it's it's either that or you go to the free agent market and you're looking at names like Martin Jones. I mean, maybe Brayden Holtby, but again, a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys are either well past their prime or they just don't offer you a lot. Um, don't offer you a lot that you wouldn't get from just a young goalie or, or somebody on the trade market. So if the Wild are going to have to go in a route that does not involve Marc-Andre Fleury, as pointed out, it makes sense that Bill Guerin would try to address that uh, via trade. Now, hopefully, it wouldn't require a first-round pick. I, I don't, I don't know of anybody that would be available that would require a first-round pick back that uh, would be able to come in and uh, and be kind of a one B or backup guy. You know, maybe you can throw a late-round pick for a, uh, a younger backup that needs a little bit of a change of scenery. But um, if it involves anything uh, around a high pick, I would much rather that the Wild just go sign somebody to uh, to be the backup or call somebody up to be the backup, as opposed to allocating draft capital um, to do so. Now, what would it take to get a guy like Reimer? I, I can't say. But those are the kinds of things that – are going to be on the table for the Wild throughout the course of this draft. We hope that those first-round picks are used to uh, to bring in some guys that can be part of the future core. And later picks, maybe it ends up being somebody that uh, pulls in a goalie to fill out this roster. So an intriguing possibility to look at. I would be okay with Reimer. It would depend entirely on the price that would it would cost to acquire him. If the Wilds can do it for cheap, then you get a goalie who can can give you starts uh, to help spell Talbot and back up Talbot. Um, but a guy that clearly is uh, clearly would be the uh, the backup between those two um, at this point in his career. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see um, if that's the route they go or if there's another route that they go. Uh, but I, I have a Pretty good inkling as we heard that if Flurry has not made a decision by the draft, that the Wild are going to try to kind of move this thing so that they can get some answers uh, before um, some of the options start to come off the board. So all of that will be set come draft, and uh, we have plenty of draft coverage coming up for you here throughout the rest of the week, including. Some uh, reaction on draft night to those uh, selections for the Minnesota Wild. So uh, we will we'll see what the Wilds do. Um, also, did want to update on a couple of other Wild notes here from recently. So uh, we will discuss that to wrap up today's episode of Lockdown Wild. After this, today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Plus, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend anywhere from 30 to 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So head to RockAuto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, all at rockauto.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked On Wild. And once again, thank you for tuning in each and every day to Locked On Wild and helping us uh, have such a massive growth as a show here uh, over the last year plus. Did anybody else have their heart skip a beat when uh, seeing the uh, post regarding Kirill Kaprizov having a procedure done uh, over the weekend? Uh, This just adds to kind of the 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 end-of-the-season cleanups that we see for uh, a lot of players um, throughout the NHL. We saw it for a couple of Minnesota Wild players in particular, that uh you know you just have those end of season bumps and bruises that uh, that need to be taken care of and uh from what uh, Michael Russo said it was a minor procedure that uh, Kaprizov had done uh and uh just just a little cleanup and uh it will not be anything that will impact him heading into training camp which we know will be coming up before we know it, because uh, also had those dates released. Um, and the preseason will start on September 25th, will end on October 8th. Uh, and so the season's going to be here before we know it, but it's nice. It's nice that we haven't had as many of these as it seems like have been in previous years. I mean, obviously Matt Zuccarello, Jared Spurgeon, um, a couple of other players who had uh some procedures done just to heal up after a long grueling season but uh nothing that at this point appears uh as though it will linger into the year uh which that's that's about it's about the best that you can expect is that you're going to go into a season with uh, everybody mostly fully healthy. Now I did want to go through the post or the preseason schedule, I should say, uh, because starts on the 25th, as we mentioned, against the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. Then on the 27th at Colorado, so a little back to back, 29th at the Dallas Stars, October 4th at the St. Louis Blues, Thursday, October 6th home against the Blackhawks. And then the 8th against the Dallas Stars, uh, Minnesota Wild also playing a uh, road game that has yet to be scheduled against the Chicago Blackhawks, so um, my guess is that they'll try to do, try to wedge one in uh, somewhere um, before the beginning of the season, so It's getting to be that time with the preseason schedule set, and uh, the Wild have some other prospect events that they will be uh, hosting throughout uh, the next couple of months. Uh, A development camp on July 12th through the 14th at Tria Rink, which will uh, feature a few uh, recent Wild draft picks that will uh, be participating, including, of course, Marco Rossi, Jesper Wallstead, Ryan O'Rourke, Jack Pert, uh, and many other names as well. So uh, a chance for uh, the public to see those guys in practice. And, uh, you know, it's it's crazy that as long as the offseason feels sometimes how quick things are going to uh, to start to materialize here. I mean, we've got the draft on Thursday, free agency next week, and uh, – the dominoes are just going to keep rolling until we uh, get to the preseason, and then the uh, the season will begin uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, the final piece that I wanted to touch on here as well was um, an update on Nick Delorier's status. Obviously, the Wild would like to have him back, um, but are going to be facing some tough competition to... Bring him back uh, again, uh, Elliot Friedman on the uh, Thirty Two Thoughts podcast uh, from the weekend. It appears as though Nick Delorier is uh, is going to be priced out of the uh, the Wilds plans. Um, you know, obviously, what the kind of things that he brings to the table uh, are pretty valuable in terms of the physicality. It's just a shame that the Nick Deloria experience didn't really pan out as much in the postseason as it did down the stretch uh, with the Wilds after he was acquired at the trade deadline. But it it seemed like the writing was on the wall as well after um, Connor Dewar re-upped. It it seemed likely that the Wilds would go that route to replace him on the fourth line. And just use the Duhame, Dewar, and whichever center, Tyson Jost or Freddie Goudreau, uh, those guys would be able to uh, fill that spot on that, uh, that fourth line. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Wild do try to add a few veteran guys um, for cheap to fill out the roster and or compete with uh, some of the young guys for those final few roster spots. But again... Roster's pretty set um, already at this point in the season, so uh, there are only a few spots that there will even be competitions for um, as this team goes into training camp in the preseason and beyond. So there are still some things to watch, and, of course, we definitely will do that. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to the Locked on NHL podcast, to get the full lowdown on all of the potential picks heading into Thursday's first round of the NHL draft, Locked On NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcast. Just like Locked On Wild, listen anywhere, anytime, any place. We are free on all platforms and are here to keep you as up to date on all things Minnesota Wild as we possibly can. Locked On Wild is bringing you new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On. Podcast Network.